Happiness is an inside job. At Happy Healthy You, Connie Bowman helps us find our way with inspiring conversations and healthy ideas for living a whole life in mind, body, and spirit. Happy Healthy You, and now here's Connie.
everyone that came looked at their life and what they wanted to create. Um, and frankly, the other thing, I mean, I loved making the mala beads. That was a highlight. Mm-hmm. Um, we ate some darn good food. Oh, I was going to say. well there. I mean, <laughs> I love food. Everyone knows that. So I was going to say the food. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. know. The herb box or what was the, the cowboy? Oh, Cowboy Chow was, that's, oh, a, that was that's an award-winning restaurant in yeah, Scottsdale if you can ever get there. Um, they're famous for their chopped salad. I get that every single time. It's so crazy. I, they, I don't even look at the menu anymore, but it's so such good. a good salad. And um, the herb box, yes, we all love the herb box. That was great. So. Such a good time. And we also whipped up some really fun. I, I had fun. I didn't know I could make some mean organic smoothies, and that was super yeah, fun. Every morning, so, we had yeah, to look forward to. Had those ready to go. It yeah, so really we'll fun. post some pictures on Facebook with this podcast as well. So check it, check out the Happy Healthy You Facebook page. Anyway, you can look for more joy from Connie and Julie in the future. So stay totally. tuned, right? I'm excited to see where we go next. We don't. So here's the deal. Like, we don't even know yet what it's going to look like. And mm. I'm so excited because we are going to ride this joy train and just create something <laughs> even more joyful. Um, so really stay tuned. We are, we're on the move to create something else to really, uh, to blow it out of the water and get people to anywhere, wherever you're at, to be able to experience joy on a whole level. Do you think level. there's a limit to the amount of joy that we can experience in our lives? That's a great question, Connie. God, that's deep. I need a moment to think about that. Well, I mean, they I say, so. they, they, in quotes, I've read it many times that, yeah. you know, the deeper you go into your your challenges, your pain, your sorrow, the greater your joy can be if, mm. you, if you work your way through it. And you know, and we're yeah. going to, this is a segue, if you notice, I'm I'm the queen of segues. That was an decided, awesome segue because you just um, got me. I realized we were going. Yes. That, yeah. We, yeah. Absolutely yeah. true. I don't know if you guys realize it yet, but we'll get there. <laughs> but anyway, when you go through, um, yeah. you know, the challenges that all of us do in life, they take us sometimes to the depths of grief, yeah. uh, you know, as I wrote about in Back to Happy. But once you've been there and you've worked your way through, you get to this place where you can experience so much joy and appreciate. And that was one of the things I loved about what you brought to the table at Joy Camp was you had us check in to our appreciation. Like, what is your appreciation meter? Like, where is it reading right now? Like, all the time. All the time. (laughs) And what a great exercise. Like, if you, you guys just listening, if you just stop right now and say, okay, what can I appreciate about this moment, this very moment? Yeah. I mean, stop and there's so much to appreciate. Absolutely. So that was that was really profound. Absolutely. No, but anyway, um, do you know the answer to that question? Well, now that I'm, I'm thinking about <laughs> what you were saying, you know, it's interesting because I'm thinking about, you know, that sometimes when we go through really difficult, dark moments, um, it can feel like I know for me in the past, it's, it, it could feel like it's never going to end and it's not going to, I'm not going to get out of it. And I am a big believer that the only way is through. And I think what that is allowed for is the ability then to feel the, the other side, right? Like if you can picture the, you know, going through a really dark period and, um, I really believe the only way is through. So the ability though, moving through darkness and tough feelings and experiences, what I've found is that the joy quotient, the possibility of feeling joy is that much greater. I mean, as human beings, we have a whole range of emotions. Um, you know, for a long time, I tried not to have anything that wasn't happy. And by the way, for anyone who's listening, that does not work. Mm. Like it just doesn't work to mm-hmm. try to cut it off and use substances like for me, food, alcohol, whatever it is. Um, I do think that the ability to feel inner peace and joy and 
um, gratitude is just exponentially larger when I know for me moving through really tough situations. Um, and I think the other piece to that is, you know, if you can picture the yin yang, like the circle that's got a little bit of dark on one side with a speck of, of light and then light on the other side, a speck of dark, mm-hmm. you know, it's the idea of balance. We, we, as human beings ex- are meant to experience a whole palette of feelings and emotions. Um, I think the spectrum gets kind of wider. Um, the more you're in life, the more I'm in life dealing with what's coming up. So for me, I expect to have, be able to have more and more joy, the more that I'm connected to me, myself, my purpose, and what I'm supposed to do here on this planet. Mm. So I, I think it's infinite. Um, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, 95, I'm going to be at this crazy level of joy. That's what I'm going for. <laughs> we'll check in then and see. Hopefully I know. we're both doing something like this. We were checking in and we were saying from one to 10, where's your joy? And it was, it was interesting because at any given moment, it was somewhere, you know, between one and 10 by the end of joy camp. I was a good 12, 15. I was really. Yeah. You know, I remember you were like out of bounds. You were like amazing. over the bound. I was just so full of love and joy and yeah. just gratitude for just the fact that these women showed up totally and we were all sort of on the same you know the in the christian faith there's this quote by jesus whenever two or more are gathered you know god Mm. is present and god was so present for us there i mean it was just magical and definitely a feeling of the divine there absolutely the divine feminine i mean it was you know we we created that that goddess light definitely but it was it was beautiful so yes Definitely look forward to some more joy events yeah. with Julie and Connie and all of you. And if you have any suggestions for where joy camps should be next, yeah. we would love to hear from you. Maybe we'll bring it to your city or maybe you'd like to sponsor it in your city. We're open to suggestions because there is a whole field of joy out there waiting for us all to tap into it. Totally. Leave some so, comments in leave your some comments. Yeah. little yeah. box down below. Well, that question, how, how big can we experience joy? How big, is there a limit to the amount of joy was directed at you, Julie, because since we've been back, you've been working really hard to get your film out. This beautiful film, Hungry for More. I'm so excited. It's coming out very soon. So tell us about what that process has been like for you. So, well, and thank you for, um, for just sharing that. And what I will say is it actually came from a place of wanting to share um, some of my struggles. It's definitely vulnerable. It's raw. I'm sharing um, stories and experiences I had as early as, you know, as early as I can remember. I think there's a story about feeling like food equals love when I was with my dad and I had like three donuts on the way to nursery school. I I won't Mm. give it all away, but there's some, there's some funny things and there's some not so funny stories. And for me, I made a, a deal with myself that whatever really tough situations I went through, that it would never be in vain, that I could share that with other people. And so it's about sharings to make a difference, to um, to really shed light on this whole arena. I think I know I'm not the only person out there who struggles with um, body image and with food and you know emotional overeating and binge eating and secret eating. I mean, all those things you would never, ever want someone to see you do. Um, so for me, part of my own growth, and I would say recovery, was being able to share this. Um, it started not doing the film. It started years ago doing a lot of work on my own, um, different kinds of personal development work, 12-step work. Um, I had people that I talked to daily, a lot of journaling, a lot, a lot of inner depth 
and um, self-work so that I could really get to a place where I realized I am not that, you know, the overeating is, I'm not that it's just a way of that. I, you know, created a way of coping with life. And Mm. I believe there are many of us who, who deal with food, you know, with life using food. So many of us and not just food. It's, you know, it crosses over into so many different uh, addictive issues for so many of us. And absolutely. Coffee. Coffee. <laughs> you know, this is the way I would say it. Anytime you're using, I'm using something so I don't have to be present in the moment with mm-hmm. what I'm feeling, to me at this point in my life, that is a, that's an indication that I'm trying to escape or avoid. Now, sometimes I plan times to escape. That's different. Um, I think it's important to unplug. I like getting out of autopilot. I think doing things that are fun and, and not necessarily in the moment, escaping from what I have to do. If I'm planning that, I'm aware of it, I'm conscious of it. That for me shows up differently than when I felt like it was, you know, I had no control over um, the feeling of feeling less than or not good enough or whatever I was feeling sad or angry or resentful. And I would go right, like Pavlov's dog, Mm -hmm. right to M&M's. That's my... M&M's. Yeah, you talk about that. Down M&M's. Whatever it was, you know, whatever it was. So that became the pattern. And for me, when I notice that I'm like wanting food, I want something, I want something. It's like, that's the voice that goes on. I'm noticing that that tells me that there's something I don't want to deal with. Mm-hmm. So I've trained myself to look at it and to pause and to say, okay, what really do I need? What am I really hungry for? And that's why mm-hmm. um, I love I it. Found, I love yeah. it. I'm so excited. I can't wait for the the big reveal so that everybody can see what a light you are in this world. It just occurred to me that you talked about the 12 steps. Mm. This is the 12 step, right? Isn't it um, giving back? I mean, that's, and and I talk about that in Back to Happy too. Like the real key to healing is being able to share your gift with the world. And that's what you're doing. Are you feeling that? Yeah, that's brilliant. You know, what's so funny I didn't even put that together until literally the second you said that. I never thought like, wow, what I'm doing is a big part of the, it's the 12th step, mm-hmm. which is really to carry the message and be the message. It's mm-hmm. about, I don't believe in telling others what to do or give advice. Like I really don't, I'm barely. No, because no, nobody's going to change until they're ready. No, really. and I'm learning how to do my own life. Right. Like I'm barely figuring out this one over right. here. So right. I certainly don't have any right to tell anybody what to do. I will say though, what I've noticed is by living this way, which is living in a present state of just learning to have compassion and honor who I am. And, you know, if there's a moment that I do choose food, like that's okay. Moving through that with love versus shame and and loathing. Um, it's a whole different way to do life and being that and sharing that, that is so beyond, um, I'm grateful for that. And it's, it's an amazing feeling to be able to share that type of life. Versus where I used to be completely, you know, happy face, wearing a mask yeah, in the yeah. closet, and eating. how many of us walk around? I mean, for so many years, how many of us walked around? I certainly did walk around yes. with just a happy face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Yeah, big old mask, big old mask. Can you talk a little bit about shame? Because I know you, you uh, talk about this in the film. Yeah, sure. But that's huge with, I mean, anybody going through addiction or struggles with food or weight or anything. I mean, gosh, we waste so much of our lives on shame and how can we get past that? It's hard. So I, it's a great question. And you know, one of the great experts on shame and vulnerability, if you haven't read or seen her work is Brene Brown. She does a lot of great work and I, I, I resonate and, and totally agree with what she says. And you know, a lot of what keeps us in shame is when we don't share. So it's when we're in the dark, it's when we keep our secrets, it's when we don't um, allow ourselves to 
to connect with other human beings about what's going on. For me, the biggest shift happened, and I remember this, it was in 2003 in May when I went to one of my first group situations where I'm with other people who who got it, was just saying out loud, oh my gosh, I do that. And actually what I did was I ate this and I ate out of my you know, former in-laws freezer and took the bag of cookies in the bathroom. Like, I mean, crazy. I have crazier stories than that. Um, you know, and so being able to say that and I, every time I spoke up and literally opened my mouth, I feel like the shame meter went from like a hundred down to 99 to 98 Mm -hmm. to 97. Mm -hmm. It took, you know, here we are 2016. This was in 2003. For me, it took a long time Mm -hmm. to kind of edge away at that, um, iceberg. And I would say every time, and I was committed, the more I, I, I shared and, and spoke up and connected with people about this and heard their stories, the less shame I had. Um, and it's the same, you know, you can't have darkness with a little bit of light. Mm-hmm. So to me, it was like showing a little bit of sun, a little light on that just cracked open the ability to start feeling um, not only less shame, but to feel compassion for myself. Like there was a reason I was doing that and there was a pattern and habit around that and, and I'm not bad for doing that and you know this this transfers to whether it's alcohol sex addiction addiction drugs I mean shopping there's tons of ways to avoid avoid feeling the feelings 100 yeah. percent mine yeah. just happened to be in a bag a box or in the fridge a bag a box or in the fridge not that there's <laughs> or anything the ice cream wrong. store <laughs> or the ice cream store yeah 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 you you've been through quite a journey and you're so honest to share that in your film and soon in your book and in your teachings mm-hmm. and everything. So I just yeah. bow to you. I bow Thank to you, girl. Oh, <laughs> the, the one thing I would say is there are a lot of people, and I remember this, if you don't feel like you can talk about it, I remember that feeling of just being so embarrassed and so um, negative. I mean, I would say things to myself. I wouldn't say to, I don't have enemies, but if I did, I wouldn't say it to my worst enemy or someone Mm. I was not getting along with. I would never speak that way to them. And I created this tape. I'm so dated to say that. I created this loop of conversation with myself that was just so negative and it took time. However, it is so worth it. Whatever you need to do to just be able to say to somebody that you trust and find a friend or anybody you can trust to talk about what it is you're struggling with. And I mean, whether you feel like, you know, you can't stand your body or the way you look or the way you feel or how you're eating, it could be anything. Mm-hmm. Um, finding people that I could trust and talk to was one of the things that just shifted my whole life. Um, I still have a team, as you know, mm-hmm. um, people that I call and say, look, this is the crazy crap going on in my head. And I do. I had it yesterday, um, dropped off my children and I was like, God, I just, don't know what I want, but something. And I called somebody, I made a phone call. Um, so what I would say is the reason, you know, the reason I did this is so that people, others, you out there know that you're not alone, that there are ways to break through these feelings and that reaching out, that connecting the moment you do that, I believe the literally the second you decide I'm going to connect with somebody else, it's like, that's where the miracle started happening. Mm. It's literally when I made the choice that I am not going to be alone with this anymore. And I, I, I feel like I chose my life, um, is how it felt. Mm-hmm. So, um, that, that's my whole thing is like, choose your life and choose it powerfully. You know, we, I just heard this, um, on in success magazine, do you know, Mel Robbins, she, mm-hmm. um, said that it, the, the chances of being born were one in 14 trillion. And that just really, really spoke to me. Yeah. So, there's a reason you're here. Dude, we're like one in 14 trillion, yeah. me, me and you here. So, I mean, I certainly am not going to give up on that. 
Mm. Um, There's a reason we're all here. We're all here. 100%. Yeah, exactly. Wow. So you mentioned the miracles that happen when you really come out, you you open to that. Do you have any examples of miracles? Because I I have seen that in so many people's lives that Mm -hmm. when they really get on that path, the path that... You know, not that there's any one specific path, but we all have a sort of trajectory that we're yeah. we're sort of meant to be on, I believe. I mean, it can go in different directions, but when I've seen it in so many people, I can witness it and I've, I've experienced it myself. And these things just happen. Things fall into place. People come into our lives. Yeah. Seeming miracles happen. Like we are yeah. just catapulted to the next level without our even having to do anything. It's crazy. I, I love that question. And I, um, I think it's a beautiful point. I do. I have a, I have a thought about that that just came to me around that. Like, and I mean, in up. terms of this film and this, this, you know, you creating this film, you, you, you having gone through your healing process and then creating this film. Um, I'm not sure yet of the miracles coming out of doing this film. I know there will be because I know, I believe the moment you take a step forward to make a difference and to be authentically yourself and and be of service, I really believe that opens the door to miracles and I don't have a clue what those are yet. Mm. Um, I will share. That's exciting. It is exciting and I do believe that. Like who is it that says you wake up in the morning and you say... Oh, I wonder what's going to happen to me today. That's yeah. excited in a positive way. That is exactly <laughs> yeah. like something amazing is going right. to happen. I wonder something what that amazing. is. Yes. Yeah. What's it going to yeah. be? What I would say, this is a quick, quick story that shows the miracle of doing work on yourself and really going into and doing that inner work. Um, coming from this background of deep shame, I mean, you know, lots of body image issues, you know, compulsive eating, secret eating, all that lovely stuff that I didn't want people to know. Um, and I talked about wearing a mask, like feeling like I was just wearing a mask and not being, you know, truly authentic. Um, I chose to put down the mask and it's funny, I got into like you into acting on camera work and I decided if I'm going to wear a mask, I'm going to get paid for it. Mm. Um, and, and through yeah, that, right? Yeah, I like, get that. If totally. I'm going to wear a mask, then please pay me for that. Might as well, I'm good at it. Yeah, I might, might as well, well pay yeah, me. Right. And I got a job, um, it was for the Sylvan Learning Center. I did a commercial and on the shoot was this woman who was the makeup artist who ended up befriending me. She had been a talent agent out of California and ended up taking me under her wing, brought me to um, Philadelphia. I ended up, this is so crazy. I mean, I ended up interviewing with with Wilhelmina, which is a major modeling agency. Mm -hmm. So in talent agency, and I ended up getting this incredible opportunity with Canyon Ranch through Wilhelmina. And the idea that they were asking to shoot me, who struggled with weight and body, it was just nuts. It's so beautiful. I sat on this rock meditating, thinking, what the heck? I am so blessed right now. And that was the shot they chose um, to show up in Can I post magazines. that picture with this podcast? Yeah, I think I think sure. everybody needs to see that picture because I do. I truly think that's miraculous that it was that, miraculous. that showed up in your life. I mean, what is a big, bigger example of health and wellness and and just totally overall, yeah and beauty. i have to add i had no makeup on really? i was you look probably so 10 awesome. pounds heavier than where i am now i mean it was not like glamour shot i'm sitting on oh a my rock gosh, you look beautiful meditating thank oh. you but i was like what the? it was just it was um it was a very divine moment and i felt so so connected to the universe in that moment i do often and that was a moment that was so heightened and i thought my gosh stepping out to do the work on myself got me here. Yeah. It's almost like a little reward. It's like little nuggets along the path. Yeah. 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 So we can look for those. I mean, I mean, especially 
I mean, they happen. They show up. and Totally. Gotta you kind of have to notice that they're there. And, yes. and then that just helps them grow and, and happen more often. Right. A hundred percent. And I think adding, just adding to that is also the courage to show up, to show up, Mm -hmm. to just be willing to speak, to be willing to talk about what's going on. I think the moment you take that step forward, the whole world changes. Mm -hmm. That's been my experience. Mm. So those miracles are there for everyone. I'm not special in any way, shape or form. We all have that. I believe that everyone has wisdom and incredible gifts in them. And when I was able to really allow that in, that is when they started to be, um, I, I was able to live them out. Hmm. What would you say to someone who's out there who may be listening to this and may have something that they're going through, whatever it is that that they may want to start? Just take that first step. What would you yeah. say to them? Um, that is such a good question. I think the first thing is always awareness. You know, just being aware, saying to yourself, okay, there's a breakdown going on. I'm either grieving or I'm upset or I feel lousy, like really just stating it, kind of being aware and claiming what it is that you, that you are going through, what you're feeling. So awareness and I would say claiming it, naming it is one, two, um, reach out, talk to people you trust, friends, family. If, if you're open to it, there are tons of recovery groups out there. If that's of interest, um, tons of 12-step and other support groups, um, online groups. There's tons of chats. I mean, there's ways to connect with people that are going through something similar. I think when we get outside of our um, own head and experience and start communing with people that get it and that maybe are a little further along the path, that can also you know, make a difference. Mm-hmm. And in that, I would say finding, you know, connecting with others and find someone that you can, um, for me as an extrovert, it was really finding somebody to connect with almost daily if you're more internal. Um, maybe it's journaling and really just, it's a daily practice. It's mm, a daily I was going to say that we were talking about that before yeah. this podcast, cause you're getting ready to do the Myers Briggs. Yeah. Uh, we'll have to podcast about that training, right? Yeah. Do the training. Um, and I said that I was more of an outgoing introvert, but yeah. I, I do get my energy from, um, going inward. And you yeah. said that you were more, well, you said you were an introvert too, right? But, extrovert, yeah. although I have introvert tendencies yeah, yeah. that I didn't even so, know. Yeah. So for someone who is more introverted, more less prone to reaching out and yep. might have a hard time with that, because I, I think that's the case in, in a lot of situations, what would you suggest? I mean, the journaling is a great idea, but yep. um, I what's a good good motivation for that? Well, I'm a little biased. Um, mm-hmm. I am a life design coach, and so I help a lot of people that are struggling right. with... Um, I have a couple clients right now, literally, um, you know, going through, it's really a process of self-love and learning how to build that. And Mm -hmm. it's not always about food, but I, and I do have two right now that are, um, you know, it could be finding a trusted friend that you email with or that you set up a phone call with. And if that feels like too much, you know, there's something about hiring somebody who's really there listening only to you and, Mm -hmm keeping you accountable and helping you listen deeply for what's important to you and what you want to shift and change. And so I'm a bit on this, you know, um, a little bit slanted in this way, but I would say a great coach. Um, sometimes a therapist is, Mm -hmm. is what's called for both. Some Mm -hmm. people do both. Um, and I would say to be open to support groups, there are ones now online, um, there are phone based ones. So you can even listen and not say anything. So that's always a great resource. I think the one-on-one though is, is really crucial. I did have people that I, um, I had coaches I had hired. I had sponsors. I had friends that I kind of put on my team and we both would do, you know, 10 minutes each. 
Mm-hmm. So I think finding someone, whether it's a close friend or a coach, is a really good idea. And nothing happens overnight. Nothing happens overnight. In fact, you know, they say training the brain, changing patterns, minimum 20 to 30 days. Minimum. It's more like 60, higher end 120. And it, for me, it took a lifetime to build that pattern. So I think it's a pretty good return on investment. Mm, really, yeah. really. Yeah. Well, I'm so excited about your film. And I know everybody who shows up will be as well. And, and I know you're going to pack the house. Thank you. So if Hopefully. somebody <laughs> might, we'll give all the information, but if somebody is looking to get a hold of the film, maybe show it at their local church, their um, 12 step meeting, community their center, community center, yeah. all over. University. Right. How, how will they get yeah. in touch with you, first of all? Sure. Um, well, I would love to speak with you if you're interested. I'm looking to bring this all over the country, I hope. Um, my website is Julie Riesler, J-U-L-I-E-R-E-I-S-L-E-R.com. It's probably the best way. There's a little form on there to contact me and all my infos there as well. Okay, good. And yeah. then give us the information about the film. So if you're local to the Baltimore, D.C., Virginia area, we would love to have you there. And this film will be showing on Tuesday, August 2nd from 7 to 8.30 p.m., at the Real News Network in Baltimore, and that's 231 Holiday Street. And it's free. It's a free community event. I purposely want it to be free. Um, there will be a moderated uh, discussion after the film, and hopefully a lot of awareness, a lot of uh, self-love going on, and good vibes, and, and hopefully starting a conversation to to really get people to look at how they can improve and redesign their life. Awesome. That's so awesome, Julie. Thank you so much. Thank I'm just you. so blessed to have you in my life. And Likewise. You bring me Aww. so much joy. <laughs> you bring me joy, joy to, to the, the world. world. We're anyway, going to keep singing. Yeah, we're going to keep singing. Yeah. So uh, for all you guys out there, thank you for listening. And we'll see you. Julie, we'll be back, right? I we'll love back. coming here. So as much as Connie, you'll have me. I will be here. Back to Happy, A Journey of Hope, Healing, and Waking Up is a small but powerful book about healing from one of life's greatest tragedies, the loss of a child. It's about love and sadness and being human. The nine lessons in Back to Happy are intended to be food for a broken but awakening soul. Healing from grief and loss is possible. Finding joy again is possible. Back to Happy, in paperback, Kindle and audiobook at Amazon.com. For more information, visit backtohappybook.com.